feeling. One brotherhood, one ship. Stay bearded, stay feeling. It's BV. Hello, hello, everybody on the YouTube and later on the actual podcast platforms. Happy Friday night. This is another Friday Night Live. I hope everybody's doing really well tonight. Uh, you'll notice that those of you watching, I've turned things down a little bit. We're a little bit blue tonight. So uh, trying some different lighting schemes out here in the in the studio, seeing if I like different things and whatnot. Uh, but having a great time uh, just bringing you the good news about the Bearded Villains and everything that the Bearded Villains do for the world. So thanks again for everybody for tuning in here. Uh, hello and welcome to episode 27 of The Heart of a Villain. It's the podcast devoted to the Bearded Villains Worldwide Brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. So again, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This is going to be a fun episode, I think. Uh, I was able to get an interview this week, just to give you a little heads up. Uh, had a little interview with my, my second, actually, uh, international guest from South America. Uh, so yeah, and uh, give you a little give you a little tidbit on that. A really cool dude, uh, Captain from Peru, is my guest for this podcast episode, and uh, he has got uh, he, he's just a really really awesome dude, and very diverse uh, in what he does. So, uh, but I, I wanted to. I think it's really neat for us to sit back, especially right now when everybody's still staying at home, to find out what people in other countries are going through, how it dis, you know how it's similar to what we're doing. Uh, here in the States and how it's dissimilar from what we have to go through here in the States. So um, I'm going to give a couple of shout outs here to some early chimers, uh, early arrivals here for the for the podcast uh, over on the YouTube. Jay is here live with us. So is Ray. Uh, Jessica is here. So is Chris. So guys, I appreciate you guys chiming in here and uh, being here live for the YouTube broadcast. Uh, Mr. Coal Miner is just chiming in there too. I uh, appreciate you guys uh, and everything that you do as supporters of this podcast. Uh, for those of you just listening for the first time, thanks for being here. If this is your first time, if not, you know everything about what we do. Remember, there's 26 other episodes that you can go out and listen to on any major podcast platform. You can also check out the video content over on the YouTube channel. You can go there directly from the main Simplecast site, which is theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. That's where everything is pertaining to the podcast. Again, that's the podcast, the shop where you get shirts, patches, and pins, and it has all of the podcast episodes there in addition to your links for the other stuff. Again, my name is BP from Bearded Villains of Indiana and the host of The Heart of a Villain. Uh, again, happy Friday night to everybody, and I appreciate you all for being here. Um, this, uh, I can't even, I, I can't even remember what week we're into now. I've lost track. Is it week four or week five of, uh, the, uh, stay at home orders here in the States? And I guess that depends on where you live, uh, on, as far as how extravagant those, um, plans have been and your stay at home orders, how, how stringent they are with those. But, uh, here I know, and here in my state, it's just suggested that you stay home. It's a it's an order by the government, but they're not cracking down too heavy on it. They just ask you you keep essential travel to a minimum. Uh, past that, anything else, 
But uh, yeah, guys, this is really exciting for me because this podcast episode, uh, like I said, is I have another international guest. And like you, you guys know by now, I love talking to the international guys, especially because uh, they, they go through a whole different thing than we do a lot of times uh, as leaders of their chapter. So it's, uh, I, I just, I'm humbled by the work that they do because it's similar in ways that what we do. But at the same time, they have a lot of different hurdles that we don't have here in the States just because of approximation. And as you'll hear in the interview coming up in a minute, uh, their their distance that they get to travel is very similar to uh, what I talked about in a prior episode for Columbia. But um, just having one chapter in a country that size, uh, it's it's pretty amazing. So again, thanks to everybody for being here. I have a couple of updates uh, for us here uh, before we get too crazy going here. Um, if you'll recall from last week's broadcast, uh, I mentioned that the Blackshire villains were going to be doing a interesting, fun little contest they wanted to do, uh, called the shepherd and the lamb. And what the shepherd and the lamb, if you don't recall, what the shepherd and the lamb was, was a contest to try and figure out, well, it's not really a contest, I guess. Uh, nah, it wasn't really a contest as so much as it was just a, uh, a mission of gathering information and rewarding the people that were found to be uh, the the oldest and the youngest be- patched bearded villains anywhere in the world. So they sent out feelers, and uh, they sent out feelers all over the world. I broadcast it here on the podcast, and I don't know where else it went. But they asked chapters to submit to them who the oldest bearded villain was and the youngest bearded villain. And earlier this week, it was announced that the... Um, winners of said event for the Shepherd and the Lamb were at Oklahoma Pete 70. Uh, at Oklahoma Pete 70 was his name. Uh, it's actually at Oklahoma Pete, Oklahoma underscore Pete, I'm sorry. Uh, at Oklahoma underscore Pete, set, and he is 70 years old. And at amorales.77, those are IG handles, was found to be 20 years old. So we had a 20-year-old and a 70-year-old, and those were deemed as our youngest and oldest. Now, here's the thing. As you'll look at on the YouTube broadcast right now, I'm showing a picture. Uh, Blackshire Villains shared this picture on their IG account earlier in the week of what this hat looks like. And man, it is a cool hat. Uh, It's a baseball cap, a snapback baseball-type cap. Has a a, uh, nice little uh, X-Factor BV uh, sign on the side from their chapter, and then it says Shepherd and the Lamb on the backside. Very cool stuff, guys. So they were awarded, the uh, Oklahoma Pete and A. Morales, 77, were awarded these uh, each one of these hats. Uh, and they're very limited edition, if not the only two in existence. So very cool stuff for the Blackshire Villains. I wanted to give them a shout-out for doing a cool contest slash thing here and with everything else that we've got going on. Uh, that was very cool to see them step up and and do something fun for everybody. So again, congratulations to Oklahoma underscore Pete and Amorales.77 for being selected. Now, if for some reason you are listening and you are older than 70 and you are younger than 20, then your loss. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, you should have gotten hold of your chapter or um, you just didn't hear about it. So here's the point to all of this. You need to be listening to this podcast on a regular basis. There's all sorts of fun stuff that's going to be popping out here 
and you don't want to miss out on any of it. So if we have chapters having little contests like this, I'm here to tell you about it if I know about it. So you need to be aware, get on that, uh, and you could maybe jump in the next time we have some sort of an event like this come through, and you can't say I didn't know about it, and I would have won it anyway. So so congratulations again to those guys. Uh, very cool information um, and a contest from Blackshire Villains. Lastly, uh, of the basic information I have for you today is I have an update. Well, it's not really an update, uh, but just a uh, additional update, I guess we'll call it, as to the world meet scheduled for August in Chicago. I spoke via chat a little bit ago with the captain, Mr. Jay Mendez of the Chicago Bearded Villains, the BVC. And he explained to me that their plan is to move forward as they have been working behind the scenes. Uh, they've been publishing this out in their chat, and anybody that's been asking them about it, uh, he's, been, he's been telling them the same thing. But just continued efforts. They are still working toward having the world meet as is. They've been working like crazy, tirelessly, getting information, getting, getting things together for an incredible world meet. So they are planning on uh, everything going as scheduled right now. Uh, and if I hear anything, uh, I will definitely update you guys in the coming weeks and months to come. But as is right now, they're planning yeah, everything's a go. Uh, they, of course, are monitoring the local and national headlines as far as what's required of us, uh, different orders and whatnot. But the plan is, for now, it's all a go. So again, guys, uh, for those of you who are listening on the podcast after play. Uh, I apologize in advance, but one of the things I do want to do when I do this uh, podcast live stream is to um, check out some of these comments and to mention some of the loyal followers who are also here on the live stream. So those of you who are listening to this after the fact, a, a day, a week, or six months later, uh, you're going to have to deal with some of this uh, little commenting on some of the stuff that's coming through over on our YouTube channel. Uh, welcome, Puzzleman. Thanks for coming in here tonight as well. Appreciate you being here. Gator's in the house, checking us out on the YouTube channel. Um, so I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, if I don't give you a little heads up, uh, I apologize. I'm trying to scroll through comments as we go. So uh, trying to read on some of these comments so I'm aware of the happenings and what's going on to our viewers at home. Again, I appreciate you guys being here. Um, I'm just going to go right in to my podcast interview uh, to keep you guys going here. Uh, my interview guest for this episode, again, as I explain, and Alex and I give him a little intro here in the recorded interview, but my in, my interview guest is the captain, Dan, from the Bearded Villains of Peru. And uh, this dude is a very, very unique individual, very cool. He is, uh, well, he's a professor, he's a teacher, he teaches three different uh, institutions, uh, as a singer, he's a, uh, I mean, he just does all sorts of crazy stuff and it's very cool. So, um, but he's in a very, the, the bearded villains of Peru are in a great position to have him as a captain, uh, right now, because he's got some very cool business experience. He's very business savvy, so that'll really help them out. But outside of that, he's very organized and he has, he, uh, he's very well driven. So he knows what he wants to do for this chapter. Once all this COVID-19 stuff is lifted and life is back to normal. Uh, I think there's some really good stuff on the horizon for those guys down in Peru. 
But uh, so here is my interview for right now. Here's my interview uh, with the Bearded Villains of Peru captain, Dan. BP here with the heart of a villain. Today I am speaking with my second international captain from South America. My second international captain from South America. He's from Peru, the Bearded Villains of Peru captain, Dan. He goes by, his, he's a food He's a foodie, he's a traveler, a shower singer. He's more than that, actually, though. He's a really good singer. A tattoo addict, karate lover, and a metalhead. This is Dan from the Bearded Villains of Peru. How are you doing today, Dan? Hey, very nice to meet you. Very nice uh, to having this chance to try to talk to everyone. And first of all, I want to apologize, but as you said, I'm not North American, so English is not my first language. Oh. So I will try to I will try to do my best. You don't need to worry about that at all. In my conversations with you shortly, I mean that we've had so far, um, it's pretty clear that you speak better English than people that live here <laughs> in the states in some cases. So you're you're all good with that. Um, well, thank absolutely. So, uh, man, I, I was really excited um, to see you guys put that captain's. Um, I'll just get into that real quick. The captain's uh, public service announcement that you guys put together for the COVID nineteen. Uh, pandemic issue there on the BV site. How did that come together when you guys did that? Uh, well, uh, one of our brothers, Matty, um, asked everyone in the captain's um, chat online. Uh, he asked for some videos. He's, he wrote a, a whole text, and he was asking us if if we were able to record something to to have like a, a big edition of some of us talking about the coronavirus and everything. Okay. And I thought it was a good idea. So I said, why not? Let's let's give it a try. And and that was pretty much it. We were like twenty people uh, who sent videos and I think it was very cool, a, a very good idea from him. Yeah, I thought it was a really neat thing that you guys did, it, and it came out really well. Did each one of you guys just read the whole thing then, and then they just edited it together how they wanted it to? Uh, well, um, I asked him to some advices since I don't speak English like it's not my native level, native language. Sure. So he told me you can send me j just a part okay. from the the whole text, the okay. part. Uh, you feel more comfortable, so that was it. Yeah, no need to give you actual homework <laughs> for you. <laughs> so you're and you're a teacher there. Uh, well, we're going to get into your story here in just a second. Tell me, um, how how did you find? Uh, how long have you been in Bearded Villains? First of all, well, uh, our chapter is turning four years. Uh, four years this year in October, I think. Okay. And I got in like three years ago, the first time. And the old captain named El Turco, the first one, uh, he he owns a, a barber shop and and he sells some uh, beer products and and everything. Mm -hmm. And he he had this uh, contest. So I I have seen the the advertising and everything, so I gave it a try, and I won. So the scout, uh, from that time, uh, he he wrote me, 
And he was like, hey, are you interested in, of being part of this? And I was very into social labor, so um, I was like, okay, let's try. And I've been there from for a year, and I had to, to quit because I was studying a master's degree, oh. and I had two jobs at that time okay. and a band. Wow. So I had no, no time, and I... I put myself out and then I came back in April on the last year. Okay. So I came I came back and first I was um a charity ambassador and then I I have been elected as a captain in January of this year. Okay, so you're relatively new as the captain. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, I, thank you. Thank you. I started and so the coronavirus started, so. <laughs> yeah, nothing like being thrown into the fire right away. Yeah, but we have uh, so many chances to help people during the last year. We have done lots of work. And when I, when I accepted the charity ambassador charge, we did some some other things, some big things. And, you know, it's not about how big the help is, but the important thing is to help people no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's one of the best things that I'm finding in, in all these podcast interviews I'm doing is that uh, we're, we're making people realize how important those little things are and that it doesn't have to be this enormous you know, charity drive that you're doing or something else, those little small things in, in a lot of, in a lot of cases make a bigger difference for those people than you could do, you know, with this big thing for lots of people. So, um, you can really get in there and, and, and really affect some change in some lives that way. So that's great. What were, what were some of the things that you guys were able to do before the coronavirus, uh, pandemic thing hit as a chapter? Uh, well, we helped, uh, Lisandro, who is a little kid, he is 12 years old, and he has um, um, like Down syndrome. Okay. And he is paralyzed. He he can move like correctly. Okay. He can uh, walk. He can speak. Wow. And they are in a very difficult situation because. Uh, his mom just walked away and, and she left him and his dad. Wow. And his dad has to to work all day and you know they are not in a very comfortable situation. So we had like some activities to 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 collect some formula. I don't know if you he he has to to take some special formula like Infogrow or something yeah. like that, uh-huh. and, and we had like a room full of cans of Infogrow and some diapers and and some toys. So uh, we went to see him to spend some time with him because that is important too. Absolutely. And he's he's used to be alone all the time. So we went there, we were watching Power Rangers with him. And <laughs> you know, you, jo- you enjoyed I, that too. <laughs> yeah, of course. I am a very big fan of the Power Rangers. 
So he was used to watch some cartoons and everything, and I was like, you have to watch this. <laughs> and I showed, I showed him the Power Rangers, and he was like... <laughs> so it was it was very nice to you got to I will send you, some him, you get introduced him to the Power Rangers. Of course. Wow. Everyone should That's everyone great. should should know the Power Rangers. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Every kid especially, <laughs> yeah. So they can take it with them in the of rest course. of their life. Yeah. How awesome is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am practicing karate because I, I am I wanna be a Power Ranger someday. Heck yeah. The world needs <laughs> Hey, you know what? The world needs the real life Power Rangers. That's for, I, I'm a, I'm a believer in that. Uh, there's 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 so much negativity going on in the world, and we need some positive influences for sure. Man, uh, yeah. speak, Speaking of that, for a profession, uh, you said you're actually a teacher right now, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I have a master's degree on marketing, and now I I have three jobs okay. in three different universities. And I am a teacher. I teach some marketing, of course. And that's pretty much it. I love being a teacher. That's a very dynamic work yeah. where you can get to know lots of people, all ages, uh, different kinds of work, job, and that gives you more... Uh, it gives you the opportunity to open your mind, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Are you, do you teach uh, college? You said it's university. Is it all college based that you're teaching? Yeah. Uh, there are three of them. The three of them are here in Lima, Peru, the oh. capital. And now I am teaching online because we're not allowed to go outside of our houses, right. but we're, we're trying. It's not, we weren't uh, used to do that, but there is no other choice. Right. So what, what mm -hmm. other, what other courses other than marketing do you teach? Uh, E-business, um, some selling, something like that. Gotcha. And there is another one named plan of marketing, which is like, the whole plan you you have to do in a year oh. in the marketing area. Okay. Okay. Wow. Uh -huh. Wow. So you were actually the perfect person to come in and be your charity, your, your ambassador for, <laughs> for that stuff that you said when you first, when you, when you were, before you were captain, that's a, that's a great thing. And now you can take those skills forward as being captain and uh, push forward once we're able to get out and do some things right now. Yeah, I think the the most important thing is to to want to work. That's it. Uh, I mean, you you don't have to you don't need to have special skills, you know. Uh, I mean, I, I am glad that I I am able to talk. Uh, there is um, it's very easy for me to to talk to people, to reach out to people. And I don't have a problem with that. But I think the most important thing is uh, for you to, to want to change people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be, that's gotta be one of the best things about bearded villains as a whole is the fact that you can, you know, you can find a way to, to change lives in so many different ways, uh, depending on what your skill set is, depending on what, 
needs to happen in your country uh, or in your, you know, your local area that you're living in. Um, it's just, it's, it's just such an amazing thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. So, so look, now that you've been thrown into the fire as the captain um, in a situation now where you really can't do a whole lot, um, are you trying to make um, plans for the year or how, how is that, how is things affecting your chapter? Uh, well, um, in our chapter, we have some people who are not having a good time. I mean, I can work right. by now because I, I, my students are still studying, so they are still paying. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm still working. I don't have a problem with that. I live in my house with my parents, and it's not too hard for me, you know? But there are some people in our chapter who are very in need. Okay. So we're trying first to help them. Absolutely, yes, please do. Because it is, it's more important uh, to help your people first. And then when you are okay with your chapter and everything, then you, you are able to help some other people, you know? Yes. So uh, we really don't know where... When is this going to finish? But I hope in July we're going to be normally again, I hope. And then we're going to... Actually, we're having a, a video call tomorrow with uh, the co-captain and the rest of the people to have a little plan, to, to do a little plan so we can, we can see what are we going to do the rest of the year. Good. Are you are you having a difficult time trying to find find ways to help out your brothers right now? Because how how many how many guys do you have in your chapter right now? We are thirty one. Thirty one. Okay. And for those listening uh, on the podcast or watching on the live stream on Friday, uh, just bring up a map because I always say this, and I know that I'm probably more accurate than I than I am inaccurate uh, because I have a feeling that most of us adults. I actually did pretty well in geography in, in high school, but uh, a lot, I think most people when it kind of skirted through it and as they get older in life, you forget where certain things are in the world. Um, but I, I have a, I have a feeling that if I were to ask uh, 50 Americans where Peru is, they would not be able to even point it out on a map. Uh, and chances are they'd probably say it's somewhere in Africa or Asia or something like that. But um, <laughs> what, listeners of the show, while you're, while you're listening to this, because you can do this now with technology, go out, do yourself a favor, please, and check out Peru as a country. Find out. Look, I want you to pay attention to how big it is um, and realize, and I said this before with Colombia, I've said this with several other countries, you need to check out how big this country is and realize they have 30-something members in Peru, bearded villains, and... I can tell you right now that Peru, depending on what part of the states you cover, you could cover up anywhere between four or five. In some cases, if you if you cover up the states in the right way, you could probably cover up about 15 different states with the size of Peru. Um, and they have 31, you said, members covering that whole country. And um, so you can imagine what a kind of a task Dan has before him here. Um, not to put, not to put a whole lot on your shoulders, but I think it's, it's really impressive and it's, it's good for us here in the States to recognize that, um, to put ourselves into that, you know, out of our comfort zone and recognize 
what you guys have to, you know, have to deal with uh, as far as how, you know, we talk about having an impact on a community, but you, you are the only chapter in Peru. And uh, Mm -hmm. so, you know, for you to have, I mean, there's, there may be many, many different ways for you to have an impact, but being that you have the weight of the shoulders of your country on you, um, that you, you know, to serve it, um, it's, it's an impressive Mm -hmm. task. So, um, I'm, I'm extremely proud to know you and to know what you're doing there. It's, it's pretty amazing. What's the weather like there this time of year? Well, we are about to end summer. So it's very hot in here, as you can see. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we're not allowed to go outside. So I, I would love to be at the beach, maybe with a couple of beers, <laughs> but I have to stay here. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. That's terrible. Yeah. I know you guys have so much coastline. It would be, it's a shame that you can't get out there and enjoy it right now. <laughs> um, well, we have jungle, we have coast, we have mountains, you name it. We have everything. Yeah. Great food, great landscapes, um, great culture. And this is an invitation for every yes. villain and the rest of the world to come here. You have 31 brothers, uh, very glad to, to get to know everyone. Yeah. It's the pictures I've seen, uh, of Peru as, as a country. I mean, there's so many different, you know, like you said, there's so many different areas to explore different types of land there. Um, and a lot of cases, a lot of stuff that we don't see in the States here too. I mean, we have mountains, but, uh, we don't have jungles. We don't have, you know, um, you know, and the beaches there are different than the beaches here for sure. So, um, it's yeah, definitely get check, check out Peru guys. Um, what's, what's something now as a resident and, uh, uh you know, of Peru, you've been there your whole life. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I went to, to the United States like three times, I think four times. I have some family living in Louisiana, in Chicago and Virginia. So I've been there like four times. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, what, what is something about Peru that we, we need to know about that we don't know about already? That's something cool, kind of a fun fact, or, you know, if you were to describe it to somebody here in the States. Well, uh, Peruvian food is the best. <laughs> I mean, if you like to eat, here you can find the best food ever. And we have like this, kind of uh, fusion between Chinese and Peruvian and Japanese and Peruvian and French and Peruvian, you know, we have plenty of of food. So if you, if you're thinking to come here, you have to train a little and, and diet a little (laughs) just uh, before you come here. I've, (laughs) yeah, I've heard very good things. I, I, I'm I'm one of those people that just usually doesn't venture out of my comfort zone when it comes to food, and I've had some friends, you know, slowly get me on to you know trying Indian food and trying some other other you know varieties of foods, and I'm a very hesitant to do it a lot of times, but um, I'm finding that the more I step out of that comfort zone, I actually like some of this stuff out there. I don't, I'm not really big on super spicy stuff, but I'm finding that there's a difference between spicy and zesty or, you know, having flavor. Um, it, mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't have to be spicy. Um, 
to, to have that flavor. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you live, uh, you, you're actually located in Lima? Yes, Okay. Capital. Okay. Wow. Man, you guys, I, I'm just telling you, I, every time I look at one of these con- these countries, I'm looking at my iPad here uh, while I talk to you. It it just it just floors me the the amount of space um, that that you guys have to cover. And I know not all of it's populated, obviously uh, per se, but, but still, you guys have a have a big area to cover. So, um, how how is the uh, Are you doing any kind of Is there any major growth going on in your chapter right now? Obviously, with the COVID thing going on, it's not. The, the best time to be building up a membership, but are you pretty steady at 31 people? Uh, well, yes. Um, we used to be like 50 oh. uh, months ago, but they, we had some people who, who didn't want to work, you know, they, they weren't, um, they were there just for the pictures and to grab some beers and to hold the flag. You know, sure. And I bet it happens in all over the world. But here is different because we are very. I am very proud of the people who are part of my chapter right now, because they are very like into work, very into uh, brotherhood and everything. You know. So I am very me and the scout who is very. He's doing a very great job. And we are very selective with uh, with the new members. Should be. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, especially when you've lost some guys like that. Every chapter loses <laughs> a handful, but when you lose when you lose that many, uh, you know, over the course of time, it's um, it's concerning. But at the same time, it's good because you'd rather have thirty solid guys that want to do the work than fifty and those extra twenty that don't. Um, I told them I I rather to have five people who work like very good and no complaining and just trying to do their best. Yes. So that's, that's how I feel about this. Yeah. We have, we do have chapters I know in some places that only have, you know, somewhere between five and 10 guys and that's consistent. They usually don't, I mean, they're, they're just not growing, but they're not, they're not worried about it because they have 10 solid guys that they always count on, um, and they, they they fully believe about giving back, and it's not about you know all the merchandise, and it's not about you know looking good in pictures and everything. That's just secondary to them. So, one of the things it, one of the things that I, I find it funny about when I say that is because in the in the course of this podcast, when I've been reaching out to interview some people, there's some captains, there's some some other chapter members from around the world that are kind of hesitant for, you know, for me to talk to them because they're, they don't want that limelight. You know, they don't want me to, they don't want to be shown, you know, look at me, look at me. And I keep telling them that's, you know, like I said to you earlier, that this is not about uh, the interviews that I do in, in this podcast. It's not about trying to show off, uh, but it's trying to show the world what the bearded villains are about and to, and, and it just as much for everybody else, but to our own guys worldwide to recognize that there's, you know, we can make a difference no matter how big or small these things that we're doing. So sometimes it does feel hard for me to pull out of guys and say, I know you're only doing this little thing, but we want to hear about it because it's important uh, to see, you know, how, because it can also give other guys ideas on what to do. And there are some people who, who don't understand 
what we do and they are like, why are you trying to show the people you are helping? You know? Right. And what I tell them is like, we are like uh, an orga organization. So we have to show the world what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So we, because we need support. And there is, I think it will be difficult to us to help people without having anyone helping us, you know? Sure. So the, and since we have people helping us, they have to see what are we doing with their help, you know? Yeah. And I totally agree with that. We, we depend on other people a lot of times for things. Um, and, and even if we're helping out another charity by doing stuff with us, we do, we, we depend on other people's times. But like I said, one of the things that, that I, I keep telling people when they ask me that same thing, why do you need to tell people what you're doing? It's not that we're telling people specifically what we're doing. We're trying to help get other people on board. We're trying to show people what what the world could be like if other people decided to give of themselves and um, it just so happens that we're a bunch of bearded guys with tattoos and, you know, you look rough, but um, so, you know, you're a teacher. <laughs> I mean, it's not, we have a bunch of teachers um, in our, in our ranks and we have guys that do jobs that you would never imagine. Um, and that looks scary as hell. <laughs> so. And um, doctors and lawyers and football players and. Yeah. <laughs> Musicians. Uh, we've got, yeah, we've got everything. It's, it's pretty amazing. So mm -hmm. let's just talk for a minute about how things are going in Peru, both for your country, because uh, it's different than ours, obviously, uh, here in the States, but how things are going with your country and then just you and your chapter with the dealing with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic thing going on right now. How are, how are things going? Are you guys under a, a specific lockdown or is it just recommended that you stay home or is the law enforcement at your door saying don't leave or something like that? Well, uh, this is our fifth week um, being in our house, houses. The president told us to stay home. And at first, everyone was allowed to go out to go to the grocery store or to the bank or the hospital. Mm -hmm. And then um, people just didn't listen. And they were doing whatever they wanted. So the the number of infected people kept growing. And it's still growing. And now we are allowed to go outside until 3 p.m. Okay. Between Monday and Sunday. No, and Saturday. On Sunday, no one is allowed to go out. Wow. Uh-huh. And... People are working from their houses, and that's it. We are just waiting for people to realize that this is a, a big problem. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I know I was on that boat originally saying it's just a flu type of thing. It's not, you know, it's not going to be that bad because I was reading the wrong stuff, you know, and um, it's – once they realized, the doctors realized how quickly and easily this spreads, uh, much more so than the common flu. Um, it's, uh, 
it's 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 been kind of scary in that regard and what what really hits home with you is when you recognize how you know it's not the healthy people the young healthy people that are they can be a transmitter of it and you know give it to other loved ones and so that's mm-hmm. you know it's and I'm, I I wish that we would have known that a little sooner um, but you know technology what it is and we just did we just didn't know so uh, yeah, it's, but you guys, so you guys are allowed out until three, but after three o'clock, it's pretty much, you're not supposed to be out of the house, huh? No. Can you be in your, if you have like a yard or your own property, are you allowed to be outside doing that? Or they don't, they don't have a problem with that, do they? No, no, no. Um, if you're inside your, inside your house, it's okay. But you're not allowed to go outside and you can't have like people in your house. You have to be with your family, and and that's it. You can't, uh, like, celebrate or have parties, and you know. Right. Are you, but are you allowed? I mean, if you have, are you when you say you can't even go outside, you're not even supposed to be outside your house if you have property. No. Wow. No. Okay. Wow. So they are more strict, yeah. much more strict than they are here in the states, because here in the states, there's, I mean, some states are doing things that, you know, they're really locking things down and. Other states are just saying, stay home, please. But we're not really going to affect, you know, we're not really going to enforce that. Um, and we don't have any days that we can't be out. They just tell us to limit our travel. And uh, No, but here, here uh, the police is allowed to arrest who is outside of their houses. Wow. But still, they don't listen. Sure. They don't listen. So... It's only gonna get, it's only gonna get worse before it gets better if that those people don't understand that. But I mean, until no. yet, I mean, I hate to say it, but until the, their life is personally affected by it, and they know somebody in their family that's you know has contracted it, then maybe they'll wake up then. But hopefully, it's not too late by them. And so. you know, I I haven't I haven't been outside of my house um, in a month. Wow. Not even not even the the front door. Jeez. Nothing. Wow. That's crazy, man. I mean I, I, I understand it, but yeah. Talk about cabin fever. I, I I don't know how I could do that. I mean, I've been the one for my family that's had to go out and get the groceries and get the um so most of my family's stayed, you know, at least home. Some of them have been outside the house in the yard, but uh we don't have anybody else around us, but I can't even imagine that that many weeks just inside the house. That's so, crazy. Wow, that's that's crazy. So how do you get food? Do you have food delivered to you then? Yeah. Um, well, here in my in my house, we 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 are used to buy some like lots of things. Okay. And to to save them, you know, and. My my dad went to the grocery store and he he had like a big room full of um, rice and sugar and okay you know er- almost everything. Gotcha. So that's it. So it lasts a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here in the states, people are less about that. That's people eat and eat and eat, and so they they get the they get the kind of stuff that they can eat real quick and they end up with eating a bag of chips in a half hour. And then some people make mm-hmm. that last, you know, a few weeks because they're smart that way, but it's not the way that is usually here. So, 
sad. Yeah, but the most important advice I would give to everyone is to to stay home, to spend some time with the family and try to learn some things and to read some books, to watch some documentaries, to play some music if you can, to dance, to laugh, to drink in your house, but don't go outside, please. Well said, well said. And that's coming from a teacher, people. Are you are yeah. you are you a professor? Are you are you considered a professor there? As a title? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like professor yeah. in Spanish. Yeah, profesora, right? Profesor. Yeah. Profesor. All right. A little bit of my Spanish coming back to me there. Uh, <laughs> so, um, man, um, the the uh, you such a cool guy, man. You guys need to get out and and meet this dude. Um, you have a, Thank you so much. before I, before I let you go, uh, you have, do you still have a band that you actually sing with? Well, uh, Obviously I used no. to have, I used to have a band named Hell Drunk. Okay. We, we play some trash metal and we split up in like 12 years ago, but now we are trying to record, uh, an album. Okay, great. So, yeah. And I'm just waiting for this to end, all this virus thing, so I can go and record my voice. I have a video I uploaded yesterday on my Instagram, and that's it. Yeah. I hope to. Yeah, I know we have the a, album. Yeah, we have a lot of people who have various musical interests in Bearded Villains and other people that are listening to this program. So I, I did want to make sure that people get out there and listen to and hear you. Um, he has a gift, man. It's not, I, I can't sing like that. Um, for sure. I've never been trained to, but boy, he's got a gift. And, um, so get out there. His, if I didn't already say his Instagram is Dan JC 87, D A N J C eight seven, uh, on Instagram. So get out there and check him out. He did post a, a recent video of him singing, but if you scroll back through his other stuff, there's other things on there too. Um, so he's definitely got a great voice, good talent, and like I said, I could not do what he does. So um, I have nothing but respect for a guy that can do that. Uh, Thank so you so much. Kudos to you, man. Uh, Dan, I appreciate you meeting with me today and talking to me about your chapter, about life, and how things are going in Peru. Uh, hopefully some guys will be able to sneak down there once this hits, uh, once this pandemic's over with, and uh, you guys can get out there and, and do what you need to do, and you can um, – be able to, you know, do some of the things that you want to do with your chapter and take leadership and uh, get out there and change some lives. And let's hope that, you know, in the process, you know, in the meantime, before that happens, that your guys are able to, the guys in your chapter that are having some troubles right now, um, just like so many of our brothers around that are losing jobs and different things and having family health issues that they're, uh, we need to definitely keep, keep watching out for our guys and remember that even though we're trying to stay apart, we need to still use you know, situations like this, this video chat uh, feature that we've got everything under the sun. There's so many different varieties of it from FaceTime to Zoom to even our line chats. You can do a phone call on that. Um, so there shouldn't be an excuse to leave anybody out in the cold and, and not, not be con- contacting your brothers to make sure they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it has been a pleasure to meet you and to be here. And I thank you so much for the invitation. Uh, like I said, 
to you um, before we started talking here. It's a great idea for you to have this podcast. So this is not like uh, a way to to show ourselves, but to show the work we are doing. Yes. You know? Absolutely. And I hope to meet the rest of the brothers from all over the world. We are like a million. <laughs> so everyone is invited to come here to Peru, especially you. Absolutely. You have you have where a place to stay, so you just uh, send a message. You bet. You bet. Dan, again, thanks so much uh, for meeting with me, and I will talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. Take care. Bye. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Guys, what a cool dude, huh? Um, what a cool dude. And uh, they, you'll be, you'll be right there with me, and you, you will totally agree that Peru is in good hands with a guy like that. Um, to have somebody that has a business background, business acumen um, behind him, but you know, a, a, an all-around dude, man. He's got he's got all sorts of stuff that he's got his hands in. Uh, he's a musician, um, so really cool. I'm really really happy that I was able to uh, get him a hold, get a hold of him, and bring him into the podcast so everybody can understand and uh, know just another one of our awesome brothers from around the world. And uh, like I said, he's he's one of those guys though. Just just like so many of our other bearded villain brothers uh, and our leaders out there in other chapters, that it's not about um, you know it's not about what they they're not trying to show off. Um, in a lot of cases, I have to basically beg some of these people to come on the podcast because they don't want to be in the spotlight. So yeah, it's uh, I w- I was really happy to meet with him and. Uh, what a cool dude, man. So very, very cool stuff. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to just uh, roll into the calendar of events here now, and you'll notice that there really isn't any. Just like the last three or four weeks that we've had the podcast, there hasn't really been a um, calendar of events per se. Uh, I will say that the information that we just received earlier today regarding the world meet uh is on track and they are continuing forward as as they hoped. Uh, I have not heard anything about other canceled events from around the BV world outside of anything beyond the middle of middle to late June. Now I know that kind of this week was uh, here in the states. I know this week was kind of a make or break week when some of the original stay home orders uh, expired and many of those, if not all of them, have now been uh, bumped up and uh, you know pushed further into the into the year, uh, even further out into May or June, even in some cases. So, you know, it's um, we're we're just crossing our fingers and hoping we can get over the hump here, and to a point where gatherings are going to be allowed again safely, so that we can push forward with all of our BV brothers uh, onto the missions that we're out there for into changing lives and making other people's lives better uh, by the work that we can do. So let's just keep our fingers crossed for that. Uh, Again, I have not heard anything. I've I've had people ask me about the East Coast meet. To my knowledge, that's still on. They're they're still pushing forward with that, uh, unless somebody uh, has told me otherwise, hasn't told me otherwise. But uh, I'll keep you updated. I'll try and reach out and verify everything uh, by the next podcast. But so far, uh, World Meet's still on track. And I don't know that anything has been canceled beyond the middle of June so far. So definitely uh, keep your eyes and ears out for that kind of stuff, guys. Um, 
I'm just going to roll it out, man. And um, I appreciate everybody being here um, on the podcast. Oh, you know what? Real quick, uh, I'm just going to pause that for a second. A big thank you to all of my YouTube fans out there. Fans, not fans. The YouTube fans of the podcast, anyway. Uh, all the people out there listening and, and taking some time out of their Friday night. I really appreciate that. Um, I know that you know there are, there are many other things you could be doing and watching on TV and just following this podcast later. But it means a lot to me that you're out here on the live stream, chiming in and uh, having a really nice conversation, looks like, here in the comment section. And I know that'll continue later into Instagram land and Facebook and whatever else. So uh, really, I just wanted to say thanks again. I really appreciate all of you guys for being here on the live stream. And I also really appreciate those of you who are going to be downloading this or watching it on YouTube later on the restream. Um, but um, I just, like I said, I, I'm just very appreciative of all of you guys and everything that you guys have done to help me and help support this podcast. So we'll just take it from there. Um, guys, I really appreciate you. Again, I say it all the time, but I'll never get tired of saying it. That's going to wrap up episode 27 of The Heart of a Villain. Yeah, I think it's going to wrap it up. Remember, you can still buy shirts, patches, and pins on the podcast site. That is theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Get out there. Get some merch. Uh, shirts will be in if you order them right now. Shirts will be in. Well, they'll be in in four or five weeks if I don't have it in stock. Remember, it's a great way to support the best podcast on the air. Special thanks to my interview guest, Dan, from the Bearded Villains of Peru. And finally, guys, as always, remember, it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting and you need someone to talk to, find a brother. It's okay not to be okay. So for now, take care, have a great weekend, and stay safe. Every brother is different, fingerprints and attributes. One thing in 